This week on The Word of the Lord Endures Forever, we are rolling right along in our adventures in Acts with charges against Paul, Paul's defense before Felix, Paul kept in custody, the Jews make their case to Festus, and Paul appeals to Caesar. Join me, Pastor Will Whedon, for The Word of the Lord Endures Forever, your daily 15-minute verse-by-verse Bible study on demand. Listen at thewordendures.org or your favorite podcast provider. Oh Lord, open my lips.
reading from Romans, the 10th chapter. For Moses writes about the righteousness that is based on the law, that the person who does the commandments shall live by them. But the righteousness based on faith says, do not say in your heart who will ascend to heaven, that is, to bring Christ down, or who will descend into the abyss, that is, to bring Christ up from the dead. But what does it say? The word is near you, in your mouth and in your heart, that is, the word of faith that we proclaim. Because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes and is justified, and with the mouth one confesses and is saved. For the scripture says, everyone who believes in him will not be put to shame. For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek, for the same Lord is Lord of all, bestowing his riches on all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. O Lord, have mercy on us. Thanks be to God. In many and various ways, God spoke to his people of old by the prophets. But now in these last days, he has spoken to us by his Son. Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Our text is from the reading, Romans chapter 10, verses 9 and 10. Because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes and is justified, and with the mouth one confesses and is saved. Thus far the text. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, These verses from Romans emphasize confessing with the mouth. That is, oral confession of the Christian faith. Our text leads us to consider first what Paul means when he writes, if you confess with your mouth, you will be saved. Then to consider what this confession is. And finally, what the benefits of this confession are. When Paul states, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved, he is not making oral confession a requirement for salvation. The apostle is not proclaiming, you must say this with your mouth if you are going to be saved. That would be demanding a work for our salvation, something that we have to do, and that would be wrong. It would be adding a law to the gospel with the result that the gospel is lost. So what is Paul saying? Notice that he combines oral confession and faith if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart. Paul is telling us that faith alone saves, but faith is never alone. 
Confession flows from faith like other good works. Oral confession is the outer manifestation of the inner faith, the evidence of the genuineness of that faith in the heart. True faith always shows itself in outer confession. The spiritual order is reversed in verse 9. If you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart, as we know, God first creates faith in the heart, then the believer confesses with the mouth. This reverse order is due to the fact that Paul here in Romans is referencing Deuteronomy 30. And verse 14 of that chapter reads, but the word is very near you, it is in your mouth and in your heart, so that you can do it. Paul sets forth the actual spiritual order in verse 10, where he writes, With the heart one believes, and with the mouth one confesses. By mentioning the heart, Paul indicates that this belief is not just intellectual knowledge. Rather, this is real faith created and preserved by God through his word and sacrament. Our next consideration is, what is confessed with the mouth? What is believed in the heart? Our text answers that question very clearly, that Jesus is Lord. Those three words are a summary of Christian doctrine, in fact, of all of Scripture. This was the confession of the early Christian church, as seen with the disciple Thomas when he proclaims to the resurrected Christ, my Lord and my God. And as shown by Paul in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, no one can say that Jesus Christ is Lord, but by the Holy Spirit. Jesus is the man from Nazareth, the son of Adam, Abraham, David, and the Virgin Mary. This Jesus is Lord. He is God, the Son of God. He is the man God, the Savior first promised in Genesis 3.15 after the fall into sin. Going hand in hand with the confession Jesus is Lord is the belief that God raised him from the dead. The resurrection of Christ, of course, is the cornerstone of the gospel, the foundation on which the Christian faith rests. Believing in the resurrection of Jesus means believing all the gospel. Why did Jesus why did the Son of God become a man? In order to be the pure, holy, almighty substitute for us weak ones, filthy with sin, unable to save ourselves. Why did he suffer and die on a cross? To completely atone, make full payment for our sins and the sins of the whole world. Why did God raise Jesus from the dead? to show his total satisfaction with the redemptive work of Christ, that he had done all that was necessary for our salvation, that he was indeed the victor over sin, death, and the devil. 
We consider finally the benefits of orally confessing Jesus as Lord and that which automatically is connected with and precedes this confession, believing in the heart that God raised him from the dead. The Greek of our text literally reads, for with the heart one believes for righteousness and with the mouth one confesses for salvation. Through faith, which leads to confession, we have the righteousness which Christ acquired with his holy life and innocent suffering and death. Clothed with this righteousness of Christ, we have salvation. Our sins are covered and we have peace and fellowship with God and everlasting life. Parallel to our being saved and confessing Jesus as Lord and Savior is that Jesus confesses us. He says, everyone who confesses me before men, I also will confess before my Father who is in heaven. Jesus acknowledges us as his disciples, as his sons and daughters and heirs of heaven. By confessing Christ with our mouths, we give a witness and encouragement to our fellow believers, including to each other here on this campus. The Greek verb for confess, homologeo, has as one of its senses to share a common view of or be of common mind about a matter. By saying the same thing about Jesus, we are God's instruments to build each other up in the faith and to support one another in our service to God. Confessing Christ with our mouths, we are giving a witness to unbelievers. We are presenting to them the grace, mercy, and love of God. We share with them the good news that through faith in the God-man who arose from the dead, they have forgiveness for any sin. This good news includes the fact that with Christ they have the strength to overcome sin and serve God. Our oral confession of Jesus as Lord foreshadows the last day when Christ will have his awesome second advent. Then, as Paul writes in Philippians, every knee will bow before Jesus and every tongue confess him as Lord to the glory of God the Father. The devils and all unbelievers will do this with terror we and all other believers and the holy angels will make this confession with great joy. Then the resurrected Christ will resurrect our bodies to glory, perfection, and immortality. Rejoice in this sure, certain truth that confessing with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believing in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you have salvation. In the name of Jesus, amen.
We remember all those affected by war and violence in Israel, Ukraine, and other places around the world. We will do so by singing hymn 778, immediately following the Lord's Prayer. Let us pray. Gracious God, you gave your Son into the hands of sinful men who killed him. Forgive us when we reject your unfailing love and grant that us the fullness of your salvation. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Lord God, Heavenly Father, from your hand we receive all good gifts and by your grace we are guarded from all evil. Grant us your Holy Spirit that, acknowledging with our whole heart your boundless goodness, we may now and evermore thank and praise you for your loving kindness and tender mercy. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, Heavenly Father, your mercies are new to us every morning. 
And though we in no wise deserve your goodness, you abundantly provide for all our wants of body and soul. Give us, we humbly pray, your Holy Spirit, that we may heartily acknowledge your merciful goodness toward us. Give thanks for all your benefits and cheerfully serve you. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Taught by our Lord and trusting his promises, we are bold to pray, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Thy is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. The Lord Almighty bless us and direct our days and our deeds in his peace. 